This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Greetings. This is Jedi Master Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'm about to have a conversation. I, Master Plo, have you heard of this conversation? Yes, Kotor Obi-Wan. You're listening to Star Wars Conversations here indeed. Conversations. I'm Charles. And I'm Pat. And this is episode 50, February 2nd, 2019. A couple of nerds embark on a journey that would forever change the landscape of podcasting. Probably not, but we did it anyway. <laughs> now that's true. <laughs> that is true. So um, we are here two years later and um, 50 episodes deep. Isn't that, like, that's pretty cool to think about that. I only remember three of them. <laughs> Which three would those be? Um, the one about podcasting and um, the one with Dominic Pace. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that's two? No, I remember every single one of them. And um, I love them very much, like they're my children. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> because they keep bothering you week after week. They come back to right. haunt you. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, leave me alone. I got my own stuff to do. And here we are. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's been uh, it's been an awesome experience, you know, for like I said, this is like uh, almost like a a perfect storm of timing, you know, with our 50th episode and uh, our two year uh, anniversary of our first posting of our episodes. And, you know, if we think back when we started all this and how we planned it and we recorded some commercials in late December of uh, 2018 and, you know, we sort of cobbling all this thing together and we yeah. worked up the gumption to speak to two people who were in front of us in the store line at Star Wars Celebration Chicago. And that's really, for me, kicked it off as a, wow, this is actually happening. Yeah, I feel like we had a um, <laughs> a uh, shred of legitimacy when um, <laughs> when we got business cards. Yes, this is and true. And we were like, we actually do something. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's this. Yes. <laughs> we're in business with Vistaprint. Thank you very much. Right, exactly. Exactly. We're going to need another 40 of these at least. We blew through those first 25 like nobody's business. <laughs> it only took us two weeks. Yes. Um, you know, we obviously wanted to have a few episodes under our belts um, before going so that we weren't like, here, pay attention in two months when we release our first episode. Yes. Um. And uh, I mean, it was it was great because we got some firsthand feedback from people about our our, our little mini website at the time. Yeah. And um, and I think I uh, got like two or three listens out of the week. So yeah. that was exciting. Yeah. And um, and it really kind of gave us a sense of what else was out there in the in the Star Wars podcasting universe uh, well and that's well that's the thing is most of the most many of the podcasts do a lot of like news and stuff and we didn't want to do that so we initially were like we're going to keep it bite-sized and we're going to keep it pretty much news and spoiler free there's so many other great podcasts you know out there that do that for our setup and uh, our schedules it's it's different and we have a certain timing to do i remember back when we first talked about this like i was like hey we can do this every week and you were like well Let's try every two weeks. First of all, it sort of reduces the load on, you know, trying to get this thing out, but also scheduling wise. But keeping that every two week um, schedule makes it doable for us, but then also makes the the news less sort of timely for us. And, you know, are we covering stuff that everyone's covered already and, and most likely much better and more in depth? Right. We, we, we had a lovely time 
with uh, Sean and Mandy yes. in the line um, talking about every corner of Star Wars and just being major dorks and, and nerding out with them, which was really cool because then um, then we you know connected with them online and everything else. Yeah. And thankfully, they were a captive audience because they were in front of us in line and, you know, they stayed in line and they wanted to see it through. So... <laughs> I I would say that maybe the line itself made us more fast friends than our idiocy did, but I think it's a good combination of both of them. Right, right. And, you know, they were willing participants, for they were. sure. <laughs> um, you know, By the end of it, yes. <laughs> we didn't kidnap them. I mean, they, they came to terms with their reality, and, and here we are today. Right. Um, no, actually, we did um, a live update of our modified machete order on our website. They could uh, benefit from that. This is so, true, and we even included Mandy's name, I think, because she was she was one who pointed out yes. that she hadn't had a chance, I think, to see Rebels. I think it was, so we yes. uh, included that in the website update. It's been uh, a, 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 just a crazy, interesting, and and varied ride since then. We did a lot of like interviews and guest spots. Our first guest spot was with WSTR Galactic Public Access, right, and. Um, and then, of course, we've um, linked up with the Jedi Temple Archives podcast. On one or two our, occasions. Yes, and our now good friend, uh, Rob, uh, the, uh, the archivist over there. And our, our good, good friends from Down Under, Dale and Michael mm. from It's True, all of it. They were, they're super fun. I yeah. Love those Talking Bay 94. That's right, Brandon. That's, That's right, which is very yeah. cool. Oh my gosh! Remember Wookie Radio, and they were like <laughs> jamming out to this song. Yeah, and I, oh, I love it. And I think we still hold the record for clearing all the questions. I I don't know if they've actually had anybody successfully um, answer all the questions or go through all the answers that were on the card because that was a record breaker. So I still think that we have that uh, that trophy somewhere. And then we did Hyperion Adventures podcast with our our also now great friends Tom and Michelle. Exactly. Uh, Oh my gosh, we had a lot of fun with that one too. I think Michelle didn't know what she was getting into um, with having us on. I think Tom was either fully aware or oblivious, and um, and it's been a, a great time ever since. Right. Well, it's the least he could do. Yes. Well, it was the least he could do. So <laughs> we applaud him for that. <laughs> then um, we had um, uh, the pink milk house. Scarif Scuttlebutt, we hooked yeah. up with Ro and Brad, you know, got into a little podcast network with them. Yeah, so that we did. was fun. Yeah, before, you know, I think after we joined uh, Red 5, we, that sort of deep dive on Saw Gerrera with them, which was fantastic. Yeah. Yes. yes. We, we went on with Jeff from the uh, Blue Milk Cafe. Right. That was awesome. And, uh, Royal Farm Boy had him on, Adam and Josh from a certain point of view. Yeah, we did like a back-to-back with them. It was like, that was an awesome time as well. And we did... You know, and it was a bit before then, but we did uh, that show with uh, Andrea and Lauren from the Galactic Podcast. Remember, we did the the middle episodes where we talked about like the differences between yeah, the so middle chapter five and episode. Yeah, eight. and that was really cool. That was a really that was a fun episode because we got to really sort of play those off of each other. That was another cool one. Right, and then the one that I remember where we talked to Dominic Pace. There we go. <laughs> That's from right. The Mandalorian. <laughs> Look at all these other episodes you forgot about. <laughs> Sorry, what? There you, you go. Do a podcast. <laughs> um, so then, uh, yeah, then we 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 served some droids with Chris and Scott. Oh, that was an awesome. Yep. And then, of course, the Force of Light Entertainment ladies, Natalie and Michelle. We and, hung out with them. Yeah, and we are still known for the. Uh, they now fully are invested in the Hoot system. Charles has uh, set a standard, a, a Canadian standard, to be sure, with them. Of the most apologetic way to rate anything. Yes. Um, in which, you know, in, they use it for movies and, and mm-hmm. for podcast episodes. Mm-hmm. I think we got a hoot and a half. I, we got a hoot and a half. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And they're up to, they've hit five hoots uh, for uh, shows. And I think it was, I think they hit five hoots for the uh, Mandalorian, the uh, rescue uh, season finale okay. of season two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like we should get five hoots <laughs> um i think we may have to ask them to revise maybe re-record that right, right. Or, or we just have something to strive towards there we go how do we I'll get to five hoots i talked to go a boot talking about hoots well it's funny you should say that because the opposite of hoot 
is a boot. And not a boot as in like, what's that a boot? But a boot to the curb because it's right. it's not a yeah. it's not a hoot, it's a boot. So right. yeah, it was in one of their recent uh YouTube episodes. I think it was about uh Wonder Woman or I think it was a boot Wonder Woman. Yeah. Uh it was yeah. actually it was a boot uh they're doing, you know what they're watching now? Oh, they're watch they're watching the uh Lord of the Rings trilogy. That's what it was from. Oh yeah. I thought you were gonna say Smallville. No? Imagine. I know. Yeah. I can imagine. <laughs> I can imagine quite a bit. <laughs> Um, and then and our first quote of the night, ladies and gentlemen. There um, we go. So, <laughs> then, uh, yeah, so that, that'll be, I'll, I'll look forward to hearing them. Um, we also hung out with um, Justice and Gary. Yes. I want to say, um, well, they're from Pod Wars. I think that, you know, if we were to talk about guest spots that we had on the show that influenced our ability to have this show, this podcast entirely are our wives, of course. Now we had them on in a banter fodder episode, and then <laughs> with their uh, immediate change podcasting forever. forever. <laughs> with their immediate uh, popularity, we uh, turned that around and launched the Star Wives, published the Phantom Menace, and uh, continues to this day for uh, the Palpatine, <laughs> various other quips and <laughs> yes. Um, I, I feel like they're the real world version of Ahsoka where she comes on the Mandalorian and now she's all everyone wants to see. Right. So they came on our show and now they've got their spinoff and, and, and it hasn't been back yet, but that's all everyone, everyone yes. wants. Yes. Them. Which is only a matter of time it's going to happen. However, people are still clamoring for it. So we're basically right. holding the fort down until the real stars get back onto it. Right, right. We're 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 a series of filler episodes. <laughs> oh, touche. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Now a lot of these friends that we've made, and of course, Red Five Network we've mentioned before and many times in the show, but uh, just how awesome of a group of people that is, and thanks so much to uh, Roe and Brad for sort of brainstorming this group of people and who have really become close like family members in this podcasting community that we're part of and we have the chat and we collaborate and so it's been a fantastic uh, experience and of course if it wasn't for our uh, foray into twitter you know we wouldn't know a lot of these people we took baby steps into a larger world and in honor of this 50th episode we threw out a few questions there Right, right. I think I think before we get to that, um, we need to recognize the fact that um, it was my idea to get on Twitter in the first place. <laughs> right, that's true. <laughs> uh, no, in all honesty, I think that um, I don't even know what Twitter is. So uh, I feel like uh, you're you're being typical of you and being far too generous in in the, in the use of the word we. Um, because you did all the Twitter stuff and got everyone, um, you know, to like us online. (laughs) I think that's either thanks to you or your fault. I'm not sure which, but depends on the day. Yeah. But I I totally had nothing to do with it. That's all. That's, that's all thanks to you. So, um, you know, give yourself like that credit. Okay. (laughs) Taken. That's fine. All right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you may proceed. Uh, however, we do collaborate on ideas and concepts and stuff, too. So it's not like a completely I'm doing this like, uh, you know, in a silo on my own. But, you know, we talk about subjects and you take a lot of cool, you know, black series photos and stuff like that. So it's not like it's all me. Yeah, I publish it, but it's not just, you know, me. See, he admits to it, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. <laughs> So on to the polls. Yes. Yes. Okay. So we had a couple Twitter polls, I'm told. And um, (laughs) we had three in total. (laughs) Oh, so we had a few Twitter polls, I'm told. Um, All right. So we have. uh, (laughs) I just read this one. Um, Okay. So the one tweet poll is um, which celebrity parentheses at jet actor would you like to hear answer our otqs on the show and then we have some hashtags i don't know what that all means 
But um, <laughs> our options were James Arnold Taylor, uh, the voice of Obi-Wan, Jack, and you have a podcast? So um, poor Jack only got 2% of the vote. Hmm. Uh, but then followed by, you have a podcast at 20%, which is a healthy number for sure. <laughs> and then the, the, the two like neck and neck, not uh, with 38% was the voice of Obi-Wan Kenobi. And then, uh, 40% was, uh, James Arnold Taylor. Hmm. So I feel like 40% is enough to, uh, to grab his attention and, uh, make this thing happen. Uh, we did have a, um, a comment. Ah, um, from some moof milker down here at the Jedi Temple Archives <laughs> podcast, saying um, you misspelled JTA, <laughs> and we didn't misspell JTA. We're dyslexic, Rob. Dyslexic. <laughs> moof um, so then, um, the second one mm-hmm. of the three that I'm told that we that we pulled was um, from Conversations. That's us. And, <laughs> Not to be uh, confused with Canversuations, which we'll get to in a minute. It's very easily confused with Canversuations, I'll have you know. Um, we're going to release our 50th episode soon. These are among the most popular. Is your favorite listed? If not, let us know. So um, we have the, um, the Rise of Skywalker at 21%. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have Tide. At twenty nine percent, lightsabers and Captain Rex. Yes, and then with with a with an even greater number, twenty one percent. Huh? You have a podcast? <laughs> so you know that one is trending up. It's on the uptick. Yes. So watch out for number three. So the third one we published was: What's your favorite commercial we've made or collaborated on? <laughs> Comment if it isn't listed. And uh, the first one we uh, posted up there was uh, Onaka Melch Lawyers, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. The Chosen One Whiskey, Imperial Direct Life Insurance, and uh, the fourth option was, you have a podcast? <laughs> so <laughs> let's start from the bottom up. Thankfully, you have a podcast was 0%. What? So, yes. Yeah, so on this poll, um, you know, it uh, registered with zero votes. Now, there's only nine votes on this one. So uh, <laughs> not a greatest of showings on uh, on that one particularly, but um, the second lowest uh, rate was for Chosen One Whiskey. That was with Rob that we did that one. And then next was uh, Onaka and Melch Lawyers, which was 33%. And the winner was Imperial Direct Life Insurance that we did with uh, Dale and Michael at uh, It's True All of It. <laughs> And uh, the one comment that we did get on this was from Todd at WSTR. He said, where is the episode of all your commercials that I requested? So I told him I have added that to the spreadsheet and we will take care of that. We'll do that uh, in the short term. We'll just literally run through all the commercials and all the collaborations that we've done. And uh, we'll release that as a podcast soon. We will. However, it's going to be like when you see a film in theaters and then you see it at home. Um, with deleted scenes. There you go. So we are gonna have a couple hidden tracks in there. Ooh. Um, that that uh, were not previously released that will be part of the collector's edition. <gasps> Ooh, you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. That's uh, that's a huge teaser. So uh, we may yeah. up that one in the schedule, which is not yeah. hard because that is the next in the schedule. So <laughs> <laughs> well, we, better get, we better get going. <laughs> So as we alluded to in the uh, Twitter polls, um, Cam Ray, who's a fantastic person on Twitter. Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. He's got um, he's got that podcast. Um, what is Cam Cam Persuasions? Well, right? it, uh, it did Momentary. for twenty four hours. It did for twenty four <laughs> hours. It existed. Um, it was very, very close to Conversations, and uh, it was born of. What we thought was a friendly, you know, sort of in real life get together at uh, Galaxy's Edge that uh, we happened to have it last weekend. And it just turned into this whole long 24 hour long drama about us giving up our title. Now, granted, he did promise us Ronto raps. He did not deliver. He did not deliver. 
However, we did sort of back out of our own podcast quite quickly. But when you re- mentioned Toronto Raps, it's sort of like, yeah, it's, it's, yeah you know, Toronto Raps podcast, you know. So yeah. I think both of us sort of. We're only human. Exactly. And if you haven't walked by the Ronto Roasters and smelt that deliciousness of a Ronto Wrap, it's quite hard to resist. <laughs> however we yeah. we moved on from that and we did wrestle our podcast back from the jowls of that that tatooine space dog <laughs> and we got it back and thankfully uh we also he also undid uh all of his social media lo- like his icon <laughs> his uh, canvas wations <laughs> it took a little bit of extra time for him to remove the uh crumpled up sticker uh, uh of of his header on twitter but um right. You know, I think that we've sort of entered a new era with Cam. And if you're not following Cam Ray, he's an extremely creative person. He's honest. He's funny. He's a genuinely wonderful person. So uh, really can't say much more about that than give him a follow because he's fantastic. And he also submitted his uh, OTQs for us. Part of his um, relinquishment of our podcast was some some pretty... Pretty significant arm twisting by our lawyers, Onaka and Melch. Yes, <laughs> they did a fantastic job. <laughs> oh, man. Yes, he did his OTQs. I'm very excited about these. Right, so here we go. What is my Star Wars origin story? Well, it all started in the 70s uh, with the twinkle in my dad's eye. I don't remember that part. But the first memories I do have are of Darth Vader entering the Tanta V4, and of Luke force-pulling his lightsaber from the snow in the Wampa's lair, and of Yoda lifting the X-Wing from the Dagobah swamp. I also have vivid memories of playing with my Jabba's palace playset and having lightsaber duels. Oh, and being an Ewok for Halloween. Uh, basically, I can't not remember being a Star Wars fan. It's always been a part of me. Um, actually, in high school, I dreamed of being a graphic designer for ILM, because my parents had always shown me the behind-the-scenes documentaries of the making of the original trilogy. It was always so inspiring to me as someone who was into making movies and music and art and all that creative stuff. Uh, I was in college when the prequels came out, and I do remember getting a Star Wars hyperspace account so I could watch the live filmings of the movies. It was mostly blue screens and janitors walking by the webcams, but I was occasionally able to see George Lucas and various actors and kind of really felt like I was part of the process. I kind of wish they would do that again now. Um, It's so secretive and all, but that was kind of awesome. Kind of a behind the scenes felt like you could check in at any point and you might see, you know, someone filming their parts. Uh, I also really enjoyed the prequels because my friend group also enjoyed Star Wars. I don't think I really heard all the negativity towards them until later on through the glorious cesspool of positivity and respect known as social media. Um, But yeah, so... It's kind of always been a part of me. I, I don't remember like a specific one moment where it's like, oh, now what is this Star Wars I've heard of? Um, it's just always been a part of me. How does Star Wars impact my everyday life? Well, um, I have a love-hate relationship with Star Wars in regard to my daily life. I love Star Wars and I'm constantly thinking and translating things into Star Wars or through a Star Wars filter And anytime an idea for something funny to me, stupid to most others, runs across my radar, I feel the need to create that piece of art or music or whatever it is, and usually right at that moment. Um, I think it's good because I'm able to scratch my creativity itch and build a portfolio of preposterousness, but on the flip side, I have to be careful that I don't get carried away and let it replace actual adult life responsibilities. Boring. Um... But uh, one thing I am most grateful for through this whole over-the-top obsession with Star Wars is the great friendships I made through it. Like with you guys. Um, Well, friendships. (laughs) They're also great ones. Um, And so many others, you know, with all these other Star Wars enthusiasts. Um, Also, case in point, I just got to hang out with you guys last weekend at Galaxy's Edge. And how awesome is that? It's like, what in the world? You know, some some weird nerds that I met online and then we're hanging out at Galaxy's Edge like we've been friends forever. I mean, that's just that's something only Star Wars can can do. You know, that's just it was so awesome. Um, I just love being able to connect with all these different people, you know, create with you guys and laugh with people, just all these like minded people. 
I love to make people smile. I love meeting people who do the same. And so when it's also Star Wars themed, it's like a win, win, win. So yeah, Star Wars definitely impacts, my, impacts, impacts. <laughs> that's when I'm at the gym. <laughs> um, no, um, Star Wars definitely impacts my everyday life. If I could have lunch with anyone from Star Wars, who would it be? This is the toughest of your questions. Um, George Lucas and John Williams first come to mind, but I feel like George, no offense to the maker, would probably be boring and not really give me anything I couldn't watch in previous footage of him. Um, then with John Williams, while I'd love to talk music with him and all, again, I feel like I can listen to him and study his scores as a musician and get any information I'd want from him. Um, in universe, there's Yoda or Palpatine, but Yoda would just answer my questions with other questions and worded funkily on top of that. Um, Palpatine would make me feel we were having a great conversation, only discover I'd sold my soul and everything, everyone else's to the dark side. So, um, because I always want to steer away from the obvious or standard answers to questions like this, I think this time around, I'm going to go with, drum roll please, joy to the, oh wait, uh, Qui-Gon Jinn. As much as I'd love to talk to real people and discuss the mu movie biz and music and the history of making Star Wars, I'd rather escape reality and meet with one of the truest Jedis we've met in the Star Wars universe. Now, I will say that um, the Jedi in the High Republic are perhaps even truer and more Jedi than the ones from the more current eras of the timeline, but we're also just getting to know them, and I'm sure they've got some skeletons that just haven't turned on the closet light yet. So, I'm going with Qui-Gon. Um, I know just from Phantom Menace, we might feel like we don't get that much from Qui-Gon or enough to say that, but I also, just from, even from that, we see he's the first guy who's able to die and then communicate with the living through the force. And so that says something about him. But then when I read Master and Apprentice, and maybe this speaks more to Claudia Gray than it does to Qui-Gon, um, oh my gosh. The way she lays it out, I'm just like, Qui-Gon is the Jedi's Jedi. And I think what I like about him, and I always like to relate this to real life, is that he doesn't put up with all the politics and all the garbage that was going on. Like, he's like, no, I want to I want to be true to this cause that I'm a part of, this my religion or my, you know, this spirituality that is the Force. And being a Jedi, I'm supposed to be connected to the Force and... So he would go back and look at the ancient texts and follow them and, and really try to stay true to, to the Jedi code or to the force. And to me in real life, I, I look at it as God. Um, I want to do, I want to do what God says. And to me, that's to love other people and love everybody. And so I feel like Qui-Gon's kind of doing that same thing where I can also see people in the real world getting caught up in politics, especially now you can see it. Politics just divide. I don't, I don't see them as bringing anyone together. Both sides say the same thing. Like, like my side is going to bring both sides together. Wait, but you're on a side. So what are you talking about? So I feel like, um, I, that's where I connect to Qui-Gon. He's like, you know what? We are getting too caught up in this Republic, you know, garbage. Like we need to stay true to who we are. And yes, let's protect, let's protect people and let's do what we can, but let's not get wrapped up in all of this, you know, nonsense. And I think Qui-Gon really saw that. And I think that might be why he connected so well to the force. Cause he was when, when he died and was able to do what he did because he stayed true kind of to his calling and to his beliefs. So anyway, I'd meet with Qui-Gon and it's actually twofold. And you guys kind of, um, because you set up your question, it could be a real person, a fake person. I feel like I can do this and it's okay. I also am going to meet in this same dinner with the actor who plays Qui-Gon, which is Liam Neeson. Um, and yes, I can do that because he's the same guy, really. And like I said, this whole question is nonsense anyway. So after I talk to Qui-Gon for a while, what's going to happen is he's going to pull off his wig and now I'm with Liam Neeson. And basically what I'm going to do with Liam, I'm not going to ask him about movies or acting or his experience with Star Wars. I just want him to record all of his lines from the Taken series and put in various family members and friends names in there just so I can have that on file if I need it to record a voicemail or to call someone if they're getting out of line um, and just kind of make sure that they're on the right track. So there's, there's my answer, Qui-Gon and Liam. 
or whoever the character is he plays in in um taken okay what is your favorite piece of music from the star wars universe and why i have to say the force theme is my favorite my all-time favorite theme uh, i think because it's a thread first of all throughout all of star wars as is the force um no mistake there but musically it's so diverse in its use um it's got a beautiful melody but it's written over over mostly minor chord changes so minor can really give you sadness and it could it could lead to kind of like uncertainty or um it also has a very bold sound so i think because of the way this melody was written and with the chords that John Williams put to it, it gives it the ability to be used as it's first used as an upbeat pomp and circumstance march celebrating the rebel victory over the empire. And it's got that, oh my gosh, just a classic, yes, we won. You know, it still has that that um, that heaviness to it because of the chords and the sound of it. That's like, you know, it gives it that seriousness. But then it can also be used as a slower and sadder accompaniment like if someone's kind of solemn, they lost someone. And so it's that force theme, that slow version of it. And it kind of gives you that, that solemn vibe. Or if someone's kind of unsure or they're about to, they're like, I'm, I'm about to be attacked. I don't know what to do. The force theme can come in and it kind of gives you that, it revitalizes you and it gives you that hope. Oh, wow. There's another Star Wars theme. And so it just, and you can hear that throughout the whole the whole saga, every way it's used, or saga, excuse me. Um, you know, I did say Tanta V4 earlier, um, but I've always said Tantive, but now um, I've heard Mark Tom Thompson say Tanta V, and I've heard other people say it's Tanta V. So I'm going to go against the rules of grammar and go with Tanta V. Um, also, I just think um, if you listen to it, you know, in all of the like the the sequels, I think the best spot that you hear it there is when Ray in Force Awakens, when Ray captures, when she grabs the lightsaber, um, when Kylo Ren thinks it's coming to him, and it then it goes to Ray. Oh my gosh, that is just so powerful, and it's just the melody. Like you can have just the melody, and then you, we've even seen it in like previews you know, for upcoming films where it's playing and you've got the drums going on behind it. And it's like, you know, it's got that, that fire, fire to it. Um, during a battle, you know, you hear it coming through when the Jedi are fighting and, or when, when Luke steps in, it's, it's just, anyway, I, I could go on and on about it, but it's just so versatile and, or versatile, um, potato, potato. And, that's my favorite piece of music from the entire entire Star Wars universe. I would like to thank you guys so much for having me on, especially on your 50th episode. Oh my gosh, I don't know what I did to deserve that. Um, or maybe it's a punishment or a consequence. I don't know. It depends on, you know, depends on your point of view. But thank you guys so much. I'm looking forward to doing some collaborating with you guys. Love listening to you. And uh, again, thanks for having me on. May the force be with you. Punishment. <laughs> I mean, when he's right, he's right. Um, I think uh, you know that's that's exciting that he's um, looking forward to a collaboration with us that may or may not happen sooner than later. Oh, we'll have to see. We'll have to see about that. I gotta love the way the people are breaking the rules with our OTQs. It was on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> Our rules are fluid for a reason. Um, they're more like guidelines so that we can have a proper conversation. About <laughs> uh, it was fantastic. Thank you so much, Cam. It was in-depth. It was heartfelt. Uh, you talked about your personal feelings about it and just like as a Star Wars fan, and it was fantastic. It was hilarious. So, yes, it was uh oh, maybe a bit of punishment for you perhaps uh it was a joy for us and we really appreciate you uh sharing that with us and like pat said uh we may have some further collaborations coming up soon so thank you cam and uh that's going to take us to a quick break and we'll be right back hey uh good afternoon uh listen i got a problem with my uh my blaster every time i shoot it it sounds wrong like like here listen listen 
Oh yeah, yeah. Sounds like you uh you got a bad coupling generator. Yeah, let me fix that for you. Yeah, that's the sound. Is your blaster a disaster? Come down to Jornick Partlets Blaster Repair Shop. Now servicing the entire BIS sector. And we are back. Thank you very much to our sponsors. Uh, so I think that one of the fun parts of our podcast, beyond just you and I talking Star Wars all the time, is right. how we talk with people, whether it's online, virtually, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, whatever, or in person, like with Cam Ray or with anybody, you know, in Galaxy's Edge and looking at our cosplay. And it's those instances of where you have the connective tissue of Star Wars that suddenly pops up into a situation that you never knew was going to turn into that. And I have an example of that. Terry McCart is a person who uh, I'll bring up at this point. Now, I'm not going to say who he works for, but it was a tech support chat that uh, I was engaged with. And... uh, obviously like i'm the nerd and uh so i take care of all the tech stuff at the, with the family so i was doing this at this point we were 10 minutes in on a text chat about a certain issue with a device that we had and it was just after the jedi episode of the mandalorian after we had solved the issue i pulled out a quote from ahsoka when she said oh i'm paraphrasing here but like that's why i love about mistakes you always discover something new or whatever that that quote that she says is uh-huh. and yeah he said, is that from The Mandalorian? I said, yeah, it is. Isn't that a great show? And so we started talking about for the next 15 minutes, we <laughs> we surpassed the tech call talking about Star Wars. He named his dog Obi. It's a Mastiff because he always, uh, he always has the high ground. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a Mastiff. Exactly. <laughs> And his supervisor comes over. He's like, "Oh yes, sir. I uh, uh, I'm uh, working to identify your problem here." Oh, is Boba Fett awesome now? <laughs> it was a fantastic 15 minute text conversation about Star Wars and the lore that it has and how it impacts people. And beyond just a simple movie franchise. And um, I eventually sort of said, okay, well, um, you know, I got to cut this off and we'll, you know, (laughs) I got to get back to supper. And he had said, it has been my most fun conversation in a very, very long time with a customer. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So shout out to Terry McCourt and really what embodies what we actually wanted to do from day one with this podcast because you and I talk about this all the time and it permeates every conversation as mundane as it can be from a, a cup of water to the movies. We managed right. to fit Star Wars in there and that's what we do it for. Yeah, it's, um, you know, it's 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 really fun because I've had um, co-workers that, see, I have a little pin on my badge and um, it it changes up from time to time. But I did have... The Mandalorian on there, um, and one of my coworkers was like, "Is that Mando?" It's like, "Yeah, it's Mando, of course." <laughs> so, so it's like one of those things where it's like, oh, "I love the show," and it's like someone you would never expect to to be into it is like totally like, you know, head over heels for it. And it's like, all right, you know, this is cool, you know, very cool, and um, and to kind of um get into uh into these situations with people where you can connect on that it's really uh it's really been fun and then to get the feedback that we get um from people on twitter and like the apple um reviews and things like that has yeah. really been um kind of uh affirming and and kind of helps to to guide our our future um episodes of what people want to hear and all yeah and you know, how many reviews did we have? Do we have a, a new number on that one? I haven't checked that in a while. I don't know. Let me see here. We've got like 22 or 23. Ah, like cool. See, the last time I checked, we had 20. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so we've got more. Yeah. So, like, we'll do a quick shout out to all the reviews that we had. 
Yeah. You know, I think from day one until most recent reviews, um, these people have taken a moment out of their day to send us a message that not only it's a nice message, or in one case, maybe not so nice a message, but it also helps with, you know, people discovering our show on Apple. So if anyone wants to send us a review, that'd be fantastic. And uh, we would really appreciate it. But so here we go. So our first review ever we ever got was from Anthony, real farm boy. And uh, Charles and Patrick talk all kinds of Star Wars topics from characters to Star Wars galaxy planets. They want to be inclusive. Send them your suggestions and I recommend listening by me. So uh, our first ever review. Thank you, Anthony, very much for that. We appreciate that. And we go a little bit further on. Uh, Wraith Leader, who ended up being Rob. This is probably very just just before we actually met him. And, uh, you know, Charles and Pat uh, provide their unique spin on all things Star Wars and their awesome mixture of personality, knowledge, and fun. Uh, they put out a podcast that is accessible to Star all Star Wars fans, no matter your experience level, and explore new topics and interesting new questions in these episodes. So not only did he turn out to be a great friend, but that's the kind of stuff that we were doing it to begin with, which is really cool. And then, um, then we got one from Lauren and Andrea from the galactic podcast. This is a great star Wars podcast for all the fans. And then shortly after that, we got from sunny Ravencourt, Dr. Uh, Ravencourt, ah, of yeah. course. Yeah. Dr. Ravencourt. Yeah. The university of Coruscant. And he said, you know, it's good to see people having fun. The star Wars community can always use guys like this. Keep it up. Very, very nice. Thank you very much for that. Um, and uh, from Scott, also from uh, over at We Serve Droids, we spoke about him a bit earlier. Episodes have great topics. They make for good backlog listening. Both hosts have such a, so much fun recording that you'll have fun listening. And thank you very much. And it's that's another thing that we do is we find ourselves laughing more than we are talking, which is part of the goal. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, finally, I got one here from Ro over at Scarif. And again, this is uh, over yeah. a year ago. And before we part, we were part of Red 5 Network. And he had said, you know, as part of a larger podcast community, I've found so many great people that share the love of Star Wars and share our notion of podcasting responsibly. Pat and Charles are part of that. Uh, and through the Conversations podcast, we can all enjoy Star Wars responsibly. Always looking forward to hearing you guys row from Scarif podcast. And, you know, that really does highlight what we try and do as well. We There's always things that we could talk about negatively or no movie is perfect. No series is perfect, but it's easier to focus on the stuff that you do like and sure we can have discussions about things we don't like but at the end of the day the larger franchise as a whole is star wars is fantastic yeah and um you know especially that one in general was our um our application our audition rather for uh for the red five network so um <laughs> we passed i think we uh passed. yeah absolutely. or at least we're the like the bottom rung of the totem pole <laughs> we're the bench warmers of course there we go exactly <laughs> Yeah, so then, um, you know, then we've got um, uh, one that says, so much fun from Jack Jack Cookie Nom Nom. <laughs> and um, you know, they, they, they say, uh, two hilarious characters who bring a fresh and amusing take on all things Star Wars. You're a serious stick in the mud Star Wars fan. Grow a sense of humor and board this Raider to Nerd Shada. <laughs> yep. There's that one. That's a little bit of a deep cut there, perhaps, perhaps. Yep, maybe. yep, yep. That one is, uh, I love that one. Um, yeah, and then we've got um, uh, Brian BG said, honestly, I love this show. Between the laughs, these dudes always come with something big and share their unique points of view on Star Wars. Love them. Very and cool. um, then we have one from the Orinth ZZ. Um, I hope I'm saying that right. If I'm not, I don't care. Um, <laughs> it says um, millennials giggling banter, which you know they got the banter part right. Um, they're missing a couple stars on this one. It has one, which bravo to you for our first and only one star <laughs> review. Um, essentially, this um, the orange orange uh, the prince they spelled prince wrong maybe i don't know the orange zz get off of your phones and learn to communicate uh too much stupidity to plow through to get to interesting material so us being nonpartisan and um uh and non-biased we've uh, included this one um despite our many objections um <laughs> we've got the force of light ladies who gave us five stars okay um 
it's a fun episode with a exclamation point. Uh, such a fun Star Wars podcast. It's awesome listening to people who obviously are having such a fun time. Love it. Check them out. Also, neither one of us are millennials. I would like to point out that if anything out of that one star review, I appreciate being listed as a millennial. Thank you very much. <laughs> right, right. I'm a decade <laughs> removed from millennial, so I'm pulling something off successfully. <laughs> <laughs> Sound younger. Uh, yes. And then, uh, you know, several more pizza and parsecs podcasts has, uh, has said that we that no playlist is complete without us. Um, um, from Dave from Pizza and Parsecs um, said that. You know, Eagles615 um, says, these guys are awesome. Charles and Pat know their stuff. Great chemistry and an overall feel. Great vibe. Nice. Um, then uh, Tom and Michelle from... Our friends over at the Hyperion Adventures podcast said, pure Star Wars fun. If you are searching for a super entertaining dive into the Star Wars universe, you found it here. I feel like I need to to break into the announcer here. Um, <laughs> Pat and Charles share their deep knowledge of a galaxy far, far away in a unique <laughs> and tremendously fun way. You'll learn a lot and laugh even more. Check out their show and subscribe. You won't be sorry. <laughs> Tom and Michelle from Hyperion Adventures Podcast. <laughs> We're grateful for each and every one of them. Give or take one. And um, <laughs> uh, we look forward to, to many more episodes that are the subject of review. Um, I feel like this was an atypical show. Yes. We didn't really do much. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, you're right. We, we talked. We we were like a circle around Star Wars. We didn't really talk about Star Wars specifically. We just sort of. Right. We were in orbit. <laughs> right. Like we were flying casual, maybe. Yeah. Oh, oh there we go. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like. Well, I mean, you would be the one to apologize to listeners <laughs> for, for this. I guess. Um, can we scrap this one? Uh, we could, I guess. But it's kind of nice. We, but we won't. <laughs> but we won't. <laughs> but I think it's appropriate for, you know, we two milestones very, very closely, you know, within days, really, of releasing this episode. It'll be our two-year anniversary and our 50th episode. What does 50 mean? Well, just 50 episodes. But that's a lot more than we ever even thought about when we first started this. and Yeah, it's like halfway to 100. Exactly. So it's it's pretty cool. What we originally set out to do, just to have fun with it, and where we've ended up after 50 episodes, I can probably say for both of us, has blown our minds on uh, the people that we've met, the friendships that we've made, the knowledge that we've gained, but also most importantly, the connection we've made in a community that, yeah, at times can be sort of you know, disruptive or divisive, we've managed to find such a wonderful group of people that we love to communicate with every day and, and you know, shares with our nerdiness and our fun with Black Series figures or questions or me, whatever it is, it's, it's been fantastic. I agree. I've, um, I've, I've gained um, not, not much knowledge in the way of like podcast producing because, <laughs> um, you know, I mean, I already knew how to do all that. Well, so of course. Yeah. Like, it's yeah, a little hat. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's fine. Whatever. And just you know, kind of trying to get you through the ropes, you know, and trying to trying to teach you the ways of, of, of podcasts. Avoid the pitfalls and that kind of stuff. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Like, you know, tone this down, turn that up. Right. And then A, B, A, B, you know, start, select, you know, that sort of thing. I think beyond all that, I, I've, um, I've really appreciated the um the camaraderie that mm. we have uh fostered mm -hmm. um uh, and, uh, between us um you know i didn't think we could get any closer but here we are um <laughs> and um and then some of the some of the great friends that we've made um through through this that we look forward to strengthening those friendships and yep. and making more new ones of exactly. course we are looking at a couple of things uh, down the pipeline yes. this year. Mm -hmm. We've got some great stuff lined up, especially with our Red 5 network. Uh, we've got some 
topics that we're going to be talking to Brad and Roe over at Scarif Podcast. We've got uh, some mm-hmm. stuff with them. We've spoken to Pizza and Parsecs, and we've got just to go, sort of get them on the schedule. We also have, of course, on Radio Underground, who we're sort of keeping in touch, and we're going to get together with them on some cool Star Wars stuff as well. We have, like, social media stuff. We do, <laughs> which powered most of this episode. <laughs> That's true. It's true. Without that, we would have just been like, we're 50. Bye. Bye. So you can find this on uh, the web at conversations.com. And uh, from there, you can find as a launching point to all of our social media outlets, such as facebook.com forward slash conversations or instagram.com forward slash conversations. We're also on Spreadshirt. And uh, as of uh, probably 55 minutes ago, uh, we are also on T Public. <laughs> what? <laughs> to see if we can get our stupid logo t shirt printed somewhere that's not going to block us. Uh, so thank Yay for uh, T Public so far for not canceling our order. And um, we're on Spreadshirt. And uh, where else are we? Uh, on Twitter. On Twitter. Oh. <laughs> Right, there's that one at Twitter, and our handle there is at Swations. And you know, we're pretty active in all these places, and we um, are constantly producing just stuff that makes us laugh. And we share it with everyone out there to hopefully make you guys laugh as well. And that's what it's all about. Yes, it is. Yes, sir. So, um, we're forever thankful and grateful to all three of our listeners really yes, yes. um and and just their their unwavering support and and love and and listenership and uh and friendship yes and we um you know we look forward to, to doing more more fun episodes and things like that stay tuned for what's in store for the next uh, one or two episodes and then uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll see how it goes <laughs> right exactly <laughs> we might eventually get the swing and the uh the hang of this thing I guess with that, one of our new favorites is Lieutenant Beck from the Rise of the Resistance. So, may the force be with you. I like to say that. Conversation. Now I can't stop. All right. May the force be with you. Listen on. Greetings, listener. Just a reminder that the podcast you just heard is a proud member of the Red 5 Network family. Red5Network.com offers you a great variety of shows you'll be sure to love. So the next time you're itching for quality content, make sure you head over to Red5Network.com. You'll find this podcast along with a whole lot more. All wings report in. It's the Red 5 Network. Red 5 Network.